0: Hi, we're the Astro Twins, and welcome to the Astrology of Success podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to turn their gifts into real-world success stories guided by the stars. Hey, everyone, it's Ofi. I'm back for another Astrology of Success podcast, and today I am here with my friend Melissa Meisel. She is a journalist and an editor at Happy Magazine, which is a trade magazine that covers beauty and wellness and home.
1: Hey, Melissa. Welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Of
0: course. And so Melissa's a been a journalist for 20 years, more than 20 years, um, and she's written for Paper and the New York Times, Time Out New York, Bust, and, um, you know, One of my very good Gemini friends who I love talking about ideas and stories and I just thought it would be awesome to have her on to talk about how you can create a story no matter what size your business is or if you're just starting out that catches a reporter's attention. So um, Melissa's going to talk about the do's and don'ts of pitching and how you can really not end up in the trash bin uh, of somebody's email, but really grab their grab their attention and start to build a, a kind of a library of press clips for yourself. So Melissa, you are the person that gets
1: how many emails a day pitching you? Um it spends between about two fifty to four hundred given how busy the day is. <laughs> wow. So she sees a
0: lot of pitches and, and she's she knows the do's and don'ts, but first let me ask you, so you've been doing this for a while, so what do, you, what do you love about being a
1: journalist and being on that side of the table? Well, I love the variety and I love finding out the story. I think deciding on what the news is and sort of figuring out how to share it is really the best way to go with mm-hmm. news, and I have to say with the emails, I read every single one. Do you? Oh wow, <laughs> because, is that typical or no? Um, some people don't, some people get lost in the subject header and decide immediately, but um, I love the breadth and depth of news, and I think there's always a story to tell, how, how tiny to how large, um, mm-hmm. and I think the, I'm excited to share on how you can, you know, get to su- you know discovered in the emails. Yeah, because honestly, I mean,
0: I've started, all my businesses from nothing, and it really is about, I think, zooming in on what people uh, will find interesting enough to tell a story. I've also been an editor, too, and I've seen pitches, so I want to, I know, and I don't know if you agree, Melissa, but I feel like it's not about how famous you are or how big your brand or company is. It's like, Is there a cool story for me as an editor or
1: writer to break or tell here? Exactly. It's all about buzzwords. I mean, right now, especially with social media, um, you really want to catch people's attention. You know, it's like there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, there's websites, and then there's old school print, there's magazines and newspapers. So um, there's so much information out there. But if you have something exciting, I mean, it it can translate and it could really jump off the page. So... And what would, what would constitute a buzzword to you, would you say? Um, well, um, it can go in a variety of ways. Um, you know, if you're developing a new product, um, is it something that, for example, ties in with a trend? Like wellness is really hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a concept that could fit in with wellness? Um, you know, it would be amazing if you had any celebrity links or any ties to any sort of, um, you know educational tools, like, you know, if you studied under someone or Mm -hmm. um, if you have a new um, development, you know, if something that's never been seen before on the market, you know, and it's really how you spin it. You know, it's almost like how exciting can you make it seem? Right. So an example is like CBD oil, for
0: example, like that's like a buzzy thing right now. Exactly. There's so much of it out there. Right. So on the one hand, someone might want to identify, okay, that's a trend uh, because... Is there a... Let me just back up. Is there a a good place for people to go to see what's trending in the news? I mean, obviously, you can go to
1: your favorite news site and be astute, but is there a source for that that's good for people? Um, Well, there's... I mean, there's trade shows within the industry that you cover. Like, I know there's wellness Mm. conventions, but that's usually for people trying to, you know, sell to clients. Okay. Um, There's... um, Publications that specialize, for example, CBD is really hot in wellness and, in, you know, in the beginnings it was probably in more of a niche form, but now it's branching out. So I guess the best answer to that question is looking into what, what do you read yeah, and finding out how you can get in there.
0: Okay. So, you know, if you're, so if, if your product or service or idea ties into something that's already been being written about but you have a new spin on it, for example. Yeah. that catch your attention?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, a great start is on your local news. You know, is there a local paper or a local magazine or blog? Mm-hmm. And, you know, positioning yourself as, um, hey, I live in your town. I have this new development and just getting that clip and okay. getting that interview. And if, say, they don't want to commit to a story, maybe they have an event and you can come out and volunteer to help out and position yourself as an expert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And then you might get covered there.
0: Well, let's, let's even start with the basics, as though somebody is, just has this great idea and they've never done any press. So we're talking about a pitch. So
1: what is, just, let's just go 101, what is a pitch? Okay. Well, <clears throat> the best way is to make it short and sweet. Most people think they have to write a long article or a long bio. Um, usually you can go up to a paragraph or a couple, Mm -hmm. and um, usually you, you know, write what your product or service is, Mm -hmm. um, sort of describe why it's newsy, you know, why you think it's interesting, Um, maybe mention your credentials, um, you know, your background in either schooling or, you know, you're part of a group, and if you have a website, great to share. Right. And even better if you have some sort of photo, whether it's of yourself or it's of the product, just, you know, to give a visual, because most of the time with an article there is a a visual element Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they Mm -hmm. they really want to see a picture
0: so you want to you want to find you want to hunt down the right reporter at uh whatever publication you're targeting right um and then put together like a two paragraph email with a good picture absolutely tying it in introducing yourself giving your credentials um and we're going to talk about okay. <laughs> some more funny, specific do's and don'ts around that in a minute, but um, <laughs> what works and what doesn't, even though you generously read everybody's email. But um, so then so then you are going to send it with the hopes that that person is going to read it. And then one of our uh, other podcasts, we talked to my publicist Carol Leggett, who you actually know Melissa from when yes. she was a journalist at Paper Magazine, and you were an intern there. So I love it. So you're on opposite sides. You've even gotten
1: pitches about us from Carol. That's right. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> I covered your um, you know launch with Essie for the special nail polish.
0: Exactly. Or be retrograde. Exactly. So you know the goal here is to put together a tight enough uh, summary of what you are doing and make it sound interesting enough for a reporter to wanna to write about it so that you will begin to build a library of clips, press clips, articles written about you, what you do, etc. So you're gonna to wanna to get really creative about the angles, all the angles you could take. Maybe they write about you or maybe they write about your product or
1: what are some of the other ways that someone could think about that? Well, um, it's good to go back to who you're trying to pitch. Um, You know, I would hope that you're not doing a blanket pitch and you're just sending one thing to a bunch of people. And you could if your whole news is a product. Mm -hmm. But if you're launching yourself as a a source, um, you can get creative and position yourself as, for example, an expert. You could submit, offer to submit column talking about a topic or a trend. Okay. Um, You know, podcasts are really hot right now. You could um, offer yourself as, you know, someone to talk to and interview, you know, more about, you know, the industry itself. Um, Online video is really big. So um, you could even Skype with someone, see if they want to capture it that way. Okay. Um, Photos are good. If you have um, a selection of photos, you could pitch a slideshow. Because, um, you know, with the popularity of social media, you know, and websites now, like before it used to be just a print story. Now editors want variety and they're often going to take an independent brand. And if they can't commit to a, you know, a magazine full article, they can often do a blog or, you know, a social media post. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just following who you want to get published by and sort of pitching niche to them. Yeah. I mean that's how I used to you know get started as a reporter you know when when I entered a paper I wanted to write for an entertainment magazine so I would read paper and I'd read you know authors like Carol and I would say like how how are they writing that story how could I write that story you mm. know it's it's almost you mirror what you want what you want to do with them very Gemini yes. mirror but, <laughs> but it's true it's
0: absolutely yeah. uh, bleh, it's absolutely true. <laughs> Mercury retrogrades come and can't talk. But um, <laughs> it's it, and when I was a, uh, an editor at Ms. Magazine for a short while, I remember I was like every month there would be a new magazine that I have to come up with something interesting for the front of the magazine. I was in charge of those one pager little, you know, pop culture-y <laughs> stories, and I was like, oh no, what am I going to write about? So a lot of people when they go out to pitch themselves are like, oh, is anybody going to like me? You have to put yourself like Melissa just said in the head of this person. They need a story. That's their job. So the easier you make it for them to write a story that fits their beat or whatever. Does anybody use that word anymore? I don't know. Probably yeah. not. Yeah, we still do. Okay. <laughs> well, very 1940s when I said that. But um then you're you know they're gonna be like awesome and you mentioned a website how important is it that people have at least some kind of like a landing page or an about or a bio
1: does that help you better pitch them to your editor i think so i mean with today's technology you know there's free platforms where you can just Get even a one pager together, you know, where you have a picture of yourself and your product and maybe, you know, some information about who you are and where you're going. Um, Because, you know, everything's so digital. Like if if an editor is reading their email on their phone, which they very well well, could be doing, Mm -hmm. um, they Mm want to click. They want to click and see. So, yeah. I okay. mean, you know, I would shy away from social media, but I mean, if you really wanted to make a Facebook page, that also could be a good avenue. But better to have one of those sort of like about me
0: kind of pages with a nice, yeah. strong picture of you and your absolutely your product, if you have one, and then concise. And, you know right? that
1: that goes into you know who how you're presenting yourself. Like yeah, um, let's
0: talk about some do's and don'ts. Let's get that let's get that Gemini realness going. <laughs> let's talk about. What not to do when pitching?
1: Um, Well, (laughs) unfortunately, there has been some, you know, don'ts. And, um, you know, I I read every email because there's always news and it could be either a tiny piece of news or a large piece of news. But sometimes I will get a pitch and I'm just like, oh, and I will just file that and probably not revisit it again. Mm -hmm. Um, That could go anywhere from receiving a pitch that has nothing to do with what I'm covering, you know, completely opposite fields. Um, And that could be an error or that could just be a blanket. Um, It could be, you know, an unapproachable photo. There was an email I received recently with, you know, a bunch of different news sources. And there was one woman who just had this very sort of crazy eye-looking picture. (laughs) She didn't look very friendly. And I was like, I would never talk to her as an expert because she does not look approachable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's funny because, you know, I'm sure, you know, she meant well. But, you know, it's just, you know, you try to look approachable and friendly. You have to make it look, you know... Clean and someone that you just want to work with. Um, yeah. Products, for example, like if you have, you know, even if you just have one product, um, you know, if you have, for example, a hair oil and you're shooting it yourself, you don't need a professional photographer, you know, just on a white blank background could be handy. Or you could stage it and, you know, put your hair oil on like a burlap bag, add a flower next to it, you know, a stone, mm-hmm. just make it sort of interesting because mm-hmm. often editors want to take that photo download it and use it for their news. We don't want to have to go back to you and say, can you send us more? Right, the less steps,
0: the more ready to publish the information. So if
1: you can like get an email and be like, I could just make this into a story. Yeah, (laughs) like three easy steps. Even more so, like there's an agency that I work with and they send me something called like a one sheet where they'll come out with holiday launches for the season. And it's so handy because it's one page and each product has about a short paragraph, a couple sentences, images are all downloadable with a link, and I could just download the whole folder and go back to it throughout the next couple of months, mm. all my holiday coverage, and be like, what's new at L'Oreal? You know, what's new at Maybelline? You know, what's happening at Urban Decay? and mm. It's just it's so handy as opposed to have to going back and saying can you send me this can you send me that it's all there for you. That's awesome. So you could do that with your news. You know, you could put together a one sheet of upcoming launches if you can. You know, you're confirm that you're gonna release them. Yeah. You know, just think about just making it easy. You know.
0: Yeah. One of the tricks I've seen people do is on their website they do their own Q and A as though someone was interviewing them.
1: Is it weird?
0: If that, I mean, if it's not obvious.
1: It, it, you know, it, it goes either way because often with the bio sense, like, um, you know, it's nice to hear about you, but if you could offer insight on um, trends or the industry that you're in, you could often even translate that into say, if I'm doing, um, you know, a hair care outlook or, you know, um, a skincare roundup and someone's telling me what they think is going to be the next big thing for 2020... I might just file that as say, like, oh, you know, she has some good insight, you know, or like he might be able to tell me more, you know. So you want
0: to consider, like, yes, maybe you want your product to be written about, but you know, there's a whole other way to position yourself
1: as an expert who gets a
0: quote, exactly, even elevates your profile.
1: Another thing that makes our job easier, and again, that's why I'm always going back to why do I read the emails? Because people maybe think I'm crazy that I read every single email, but. (laughs) I think long-term, like I'm working, because I'm a Gemini, now until like the next six months. (laughs) I file news. I have folders of like skincare, soaps, wellness. You know, I want to know when it's time for me to write my wellness story. All my nice sources are lined up. I don't want to have to dig and say, who's going to help me? You know, what's going on? You know, I like to have the product. So, you know, if you can help an editor, and you could even say that if, you know, if you're feeling like kind of random. Yeah. Being like, hey, I have this new product. I think we're going to be a really big deal. We're coming out with new stuff in 2020. File me. Let's talk again. And then maybe follow up in a couple months if you don't hear back. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you use that HARO, help a reporter out email? Have you seen that ever? No, but um, I often blast out. If I am working on a story, I, I go to my agencies. And you know, I work with like 50 different press agencies in New York. And I just oh, wow. say like... No, coming up with an indie brand story. Who do you have for me? And all of a sudden, my email just like blows up.
0: Okay, and yeah, all the I people. think there
1: is something called Help a Reporter Out, HARO, and I think it's just an, a very
0: basic email chain that anyone can join. And then, oh, that's very that's what, what I think those agencies go out with so well it used to for, be more yeah. like
1: PR newswire but I know that's kind of expensive where you can get a, you know a static email and it goes out on a wire but um, mm-hmm. you know those those are often by the time those are on the wire they're not like super exciting you yeah. know?
0: what about editorial calendars like because you know there you want to maybe think like the time of year when let's talk about how far in advance uh, you know happy as a print publication and online, How far in advance do you want to pitch, say, to get
1: included in the holidays? That's a very important topic because um, a lot of times I'll get an email and they'll say, what can you send me your editorial calendar? there's any way you can go around that. That's along the lines of a message that's saying, can I send you some news? (laughs) With like nothing in it. And I'm like, can you? You could have just sent me some news, but there was nothing in there. Right. If there's a way you can get your hands on the calendar, and I could say probably going to the actual reporter themselves is probably not the best place to go. No, you, then can, you become you can, a burden to them. You're like yeah. asking them to do it, your. Sadly, research. in the in the day of technology, when the phone rings, unless it's like a very busy newsroom, it's sort of like, whoa, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> what is you that know? sound? Yeah. So, if there's that. any way you could obtain it, and most um, larger publications have their editorial calendars published, but um, you know, in this, if we're going more niche, if there's something you follow. Um, and that's, you know, back to my basic journalism, follow who you want to be working with, um, Mm -hmm. follow that local magazine, see, are they doing a summer issue? Most people do seasonal and most print is longer lead. So we're looking at anywhere from a monthly that is one to three months in advance to more consumer, which is like six, six months.
0: So, you know, the summertime is fine to start pitching holiday. Exactly. Ideas are ready for a print magazine,
1: long lead, right? They yeah. call it. So.
0: Yeah, but right. then blogs might be like, oh,
1: great, we'll report tomorrow. Or, you know. Online is always easier to, for a quicker turnaround. Mm-hmm. And that helps if you're, say, developing a, you know, a project and it's not 100% complete. You want to get it out there. Another thing, your, your project should be 100% printable. You can't really change your packaging or like, change your focus. Like, you want it to be 100% news ready when right. you pitch it.
0: Right, you're not going to be like, "Hey, we might be coming out with this at Christmas <laughs> right. time. Would you want to write about it if we did?" Like, yeah, you got to be yeah. like committed to it. You know, the goal here, if you can picture your your website, is that you need to have on your nav bar something that says press or media or in the news, and that Absolutely. that section starts to get stacked up with links about you because that is what lends your brand and you legitimacy and credibility, and, and it just is like a snowball effect. It's like, I feel like a journalist, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but if, if you go to someone's site and you see, oh, they've been written about, not only does it help you write your story, or you know, figure out your angle and differentiate, it just is like, oh, this person is a big deal because someone else, at least something of a deal, because someone else has written about them.
1: It's like, it's like you have control of your own press. You're yes. going to send them exciting news. You're going to send them a really interesting picture. You know, it's like, it's really all up to you and getting it on the grassroots level and creating the buzz. I mean, it's really, it's it's the best way to go. And then, you know, get bigger, bigger. It's, you know, it's like building a business. It's It's slow going, but you know, slow and steady wins the race.
0: Yeah. So let's make up a pretend indie niche business. And and let's let's play a little game and see like all the different angles they could approach this. I like it. So let's say yeah. somebody had a CBD cacao brownie um, <laughs> business that was vegan, gluten-free, all natural, and infused with CBD and the frosting. And they delivered to you. Okay. So let's let's look at all the different ways
1: that could be made into a story. Okay. First is grassroots, local buzz, getting into that local paper, getting into the website, hosting an event, okay. inviting media to the event, mm. having them take pictures and have them share on social, get a hashtag, okay. get that hashtag out there going. You know, it's, it's funny that news has broken down to hashtags, but that's what it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, Become searchable. All of a sudden your online fr- footprint is, you know, established. So, um, you have your local events, you have your local press, Is there a major city near you? Is there a larger media outlet you want to get part of? Start pitching to them. Use that press from your local event.
0: Okay. Um, How about we could also say a story about the the creator and how they came up with this idea. Um, What's their experience with CBD? How did they end up coming up with this recipe? Uh, would that be
1: a good absolutely? As well? I mean, you know, positioning yourself as an expert, yeah. You know, getting onto like you know, say if there's any online video shows, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting out to I guess like I mean, consumer magazines would be great if you can get yourself in as like a you know a wellness expert. Mm-hmm. Um, if oh, there's yeah. cooking, submitting a recipe.
0: Okay, yeah. You know, maybe
1: not for your you know star star product, but something similar. You know. Okay,
0: yeah, a little mini version of it. How to use CBD in? What about like uh, ten ways to put CBD in your
1: holiday dessert kind yes. of thing? Yes, yes. Getting a holiday angle. You know, Christmas, summer barbecue. You know, one of the things that's really big right now is beet reads because it's summer, mm-hmm. and you can really take. Any book can make it a beach read, you know, Yeah. if you make it sound interesting enough. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just creating mm-hmm. the buzz around your product.
0: Right. At your next party, sir. So, so that, that CBD brownie crosses into a lot of uh, industries. It crosses into mental health and right. stress, Absolutely. wellness, entertaining, cooking, foodies, uh, entrepreneurs. If the person who started it left their corporate job to pursue their, you know, their dream, then
1: there's a business business story, right? Um, I once had an article about fondue, and I called it, this was like when I was like first starting out, it was called Fondue is a Fondue. (laughs) And I kept, and no one bought the rights to it, so I kept marketing it in different ways, and I had a bunch of different magazines um, from local to larger pick it up. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, I guess it's it's not really stopping with it, you know, because it's true. Once you do get that clip, it's kind of hard. You don't really want to have the same story told again and again because right. you look kind of one dimensional. Right. So I totally agree with, like, you know, the entrepreneurial side yeah. or um, having a recipe or a seasonal approach. And also, uh, how about going
0: back to your hometown if you don't live, you know? And being a story, or your college alumni magazine. Yes, I've actually worked with mine. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great way to get your grassroots press out there. Absolutely. And then you said an event, so a tasting, a pop up, or being part of a local fair. Do they, if someone has services, uh, should they be, um, you know, services or a product? Should they be be uh, part of? Uh, say, like a
1: farmer's market or a local event? Yes and yes. We were Mm -hmm. just recently up in Kingston, um, you know, personal R&R, and there was this really cool arts and crafts event, and there were all these local vendors. And the first thing I thought was, wouldn't this be a great story, you know, for local media? You know, all these different personalities selling these really cool products. And, um, you know, that's exactly it. Getting out to, I'd say more on the consumer angle, trade shows are usually more business to business. And Mm -hmm. if you're looking to, you know, ink some future orders on a on you know a product or a service. Yeah that's but, different, right? Yeah. But um you know I love just getting out to like, you know, a music concert and seeing if you can get a booth, you know, if you're yeah. selling those brownies. Um, you know, food truck fest, um, you know, yeah. local fairs. And sometimes you don't have to pay for
0: those, but if you don't have, you know, if you don't have the budget for space, you can also one of the things we've done is had our books included in editor gifts, holiday gifts to editors, uh, in a basket or something like if you Use could something really unique, yeah. yeah. If it's re- if it's the kind of like, you know, um, I'm thinking about one of our our awesome astropreneurs who makes felted animals, and they're these beautiful, unique birds and owls. Hi, Jen, if you're listening, and. Uh, you know, felt me now was her business. Well, and the, it's so there cheap. is the secret
1: yeah. eye that we haven't mentioned, and that's the influencer. Ah, let's talk about that. Let's, well, let's talk. About um, you influencers. know, I'm, I'm still learning more about that side of press, but getting your product or service in the hands of someone who has a huge social media following who mm. wants to work with you um, really is a great thing. Yeah, you know,
0: offer them a session, or offer to send them something, or say, hey. I've even had people say I made this, uh, and I thought of you guys like when I, you know, was doing it, and I would love to just gift it to you, no obligation, you know. Exactly. And sometimes I have to say, well, we do, we do now charge uh, for brand placements because that's the size that our business is, but. You know, sometimes I'll I mean, give someone a shout out, just, I'll find a way anyway, just
1: because I know where their heart was. Yeah. So. I mean, people get really excited because, you know, if you don't have that article lined up, having a little flash of something to get in front of a bunch of eyes really, you know, And then you, know, you say, as, as
0: seen in, and you put the logo up, you know. Yeah. The, the point is that, you know, whether you're really just starting out or big, it's just building from small brand, small brand, big story, you know? It doesn't matter if you're doing this in your pajamas in the garage. That's what Steve Jobs was doing with the first Apple computer too, in his parents' garage. So, and look at look at where it all went now. So, um, just to create the image of yourself as uh, well as you'd like to be and as you'd like to be known, and get that exactly. You
1: you are the news. Literally, you are the news. You have control. It's how you you present it, how exciting you make it and, you know, just start small and just keep building and don't give up, you know, just keep, keep pounding at the pavement. And Mm -hmm. there's right now, there's so many different avenues you can do to expand your business and, um, you know, just keep going and sign up for programs like summer camp.
0: Yeah, anything learn. like that. Any any opportunity, no matter how small when you're or big when you're starting out, is good. Now, the last uh, thing I wanted to touch on was bios and about, because you had some good stuff to say about that. Because, you know, writing your own story can be a little bit, uh, you know, like, what do I say? So a couple of do's and
1: don'ts about that. Um, well, I think it's a case of TMI, you know, um, if, you know your education level is great. Your involvement in any industry associations or community groups, but <clears throat> we don't really need to know that. How you know this was a hobby of when you were a child, yeah. or you know you like to play tennis in your spare time. That's great, but um, you know if it doesn't really apply to the business itself. Yeah. And um, you know, again, if you're starting out, it doesn't need to be like you know a novel about who you are. Even just a sentence or two is fine, but just mm-hmm. keep it clean. And, you know, look at other experts in your field and see what they're doing and kind yeah. of model it after that. Yeah, I find less is more. In really, bio. it really is.
0: You've been doing it since you were 10. That's awesome. Please don't put that in your bio.
1: Yeah, you know, um, you know, that's nice that you have hobbies, but unless they, they pertain to your actual business of what you're, you're promoting, it really probably isn't necessary. And, you yeah. know, keeping your headshot approachable and friendly, also keeping LinkedIn page is very good. Ah, Somehow that's really yes. a growing thing. It is. I I was
0: like not on LinkedIn, and then I realized this is actually Facebook for smart people. So
1: yeah, uh, (laughs) just just networking through there, and you know, keep keeping yourself
0: out there. That's a great source. LinkedIn too for getting reported on as well. So also a great place to put your story. So thank you so much, Melissa. Thanks for having me. So informative and good, and uh, I hope it inspires you guys to start really thinking about yourself as the news, as Melissa said. You are the story. There is a story in everything. If you just really let yourself get creative and think about uh, the places you want to connect with and the people, you'll find that story. So looking forward to seeing you on the next episode and onward. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Astrology of Success podcast. You can follow us on iTunes at AstroTwins Radio and come get all your horoscopes at astrostyle.com. See you soon.